0: In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone Magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to... Uh, That's it. Album 109. I know you don't want to hear it, but... <laughs> um, we are all the way up to album 109. And I'm going to tell you guys, I did, this is from 1972. Lou Reed, Transformer, post Velvet Underground, his second album, post Velvet Underground. I could not believe that this song was that old from 1972. I seem to think of it as, I mean, uh, Transformer. I, I think <laughs> yeah. it was more current.
1: You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> I didn't realize he was this
1: <laughs> quick He <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that he would Licky Boom Boom Down. I mean, he probably would Licky Boom Boom Down. I mean, he's kind of like like the Bee Gees, right?
3: I mean, the Bee Gees started out singing normal, then they went falsetto. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so that kind of sounds exactly what Lou Reed did. Similar progression.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's moving up in pitch.
3: (laughs) Dynamic. I I just
0: want to remind you, this song was a legit hit when we were younger. Okay,
3: just listen to this song. It's a legit hit. Is that
0: insane?
3: So was I like big butts and I cannot lie. True. Oh, true. don't get me started about that. You know what's going on with that right now? No. All right, let me just do Wait, I think we need it
2: now. He licked the velvet underground down now. <laughs> A boom boom down. What's Rob, going on with the big butt song? We got to get to no, the radio
0: My here. Yahoo Fantasy Football username. I made it when I was in college. It's I Like Big Butt Yeah, Yeah, That was my number in college and the song I like. Last time we cut out the the number. You didn't want people to know the full. Oh, sorry. I'll beep beep the number just like I did lips the other episode. So here's the thing is that when when, when I do that, it is humiliating. Again, I am sending these invites to my dad. I am running the drafts. I'm doing all this stuff. My mom, my dad are here, my sisters. And now it's my nephew in there. And he's like getting invites from, I like big bud 75. I'm just like. Please, you have to be careful with the usernames you pick. I tell my girls all the time, I'm like, don't pick. I like big butt 75 First of all, that's mine.
3: Is anybody <laughs> really surprised at it? I mean, like even your nephew? I mean, are they really surprised? Or See, I, I, Oh, that's Rob. I did
2: have to do my annual log into pile of shit too in order to do our Yahoo <laughs> fantasy football draft the other night. <laughs>
3: it's Please. a great
1: fit. My dad was I like Big Bud seventy five. I'm I like Big Bud seventy four because I'm smaller than me. You can just call
0: me I like Big Butts. Uh it's, it's less horrible. So, guys, listen, let's listen. Let's stop talking about our troubles and let's turn on uh, something that Aaron loves. OK, if we're talking about bits from old episodes, Aaron, we know he loves the radio. So let's see what's playing. True, I love the radio. Well, that's a, you know, well, it's a radio. real old
2: bit. That's like yeah. an episode zero. Bit. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's an
0: old one. Hey, and Robert, what do we radio. say?
2: If people don't know that bit, go fuck yourself. Go. Right. No, I don't think I've said that. I respect <laughs> our listeners. Well, to to me, have said it numerous times in the last month. to me, they're heroes. Okay. If they, if they go to top,
0: (laughs) I'm not going to do that bit again. All right. I have to, I have to tell you this song is about, one of the saddest moments in show history, though. So let's oh, listen no. right now. Oh, no. What's up, everybody? Welcome to K Rob. K R O B. You know, I heard the boys are in a little bit of legal trouble over their online store. You know, I made an online store once for a pie, but the problem is I didn't put very many ingredients. It was kind of bland. Uh, some said I took a walk on the mild pie. And the mild oh, pie? Oh, so yeah. I've had a good idea the other day. Yes. You want a back? Did it better? shirt? Sure. Well, go online. And pay. <laughs> he set up a store and it looked okay. They took it down and emailed me. this said copyright claim and our online store died.
4: They what? didn't even
0: explain, so I don't understand oh. why. Go to tpublic slash user slash
2: spectator slash notebook now. The plan is: what happens when we make hundreds of dollars doing this? <laughs> We'd probably get sued by Beck for using his name <laughs> and money. Correct. An email back in reply. That logo is ours, we paid for the
0: design. <laughs> and they never let him know. So now you can't buy a back to a better pillow. They said copyright claim. And our online store died. But nobody complained. So I guess no one oh, tried so to buy. We're asking you don't sue 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 Susan. Remember what's true to true to true true to true true to true to true 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 true. Remember, Aaron is in charge of Back to the Better LLC, Oakland, California. All other members of the podcast are simple contract workers and are not responsible nor liable for the actions of Aaron his web browsing or his creation of shirts and throw pillows online when you want it,
3: that's legally binding. binding we should have totally thrown that on like little Rosie or something <laughs>
2: <laughs> make him in charge of it. legally
1: Ugh. binding
2: I, I do have a family member that was not happy that there wasn't a store available and that I had not bought my niece's and nephew's notebooks uh, or, yep I had a
1: request for a onesie
2: Unfulfilled. And then when I told them about the fact that we had been taken down for copyright, they did accuse one of us who happens to be an attorney. And they said, How can you let that happen? You're an attorney. Shouldn't you know these things? <laughs> Matt, fair, you're the attorney point. here, right? Shouldn't you know these things? <laughs> well, to be fair, hey.
3: I mean, like 98% of everything we do is probably has some sort of liability That's against true. it that we, you know, yeah. I don't know. We steal a lot of content. What? No. <laughs> what?
0: That sound like us. <laughs> some attorney you are. And plus, how do you know I'm not the attorney, Russell? E pluribus unum, man, you know, I got it. <laughs> so here's the deal. Listen, corpus. After the episode where I talked about our <laughs> online store and I was literally excited to get kids back to the better notebooks. It's a very funny bit to have a dumb podcast. They were on sale. <laughs> the more you buy, the more you save. <laughs> and literally eight hours later, I got an email saying, well, your store has been taken down. No reason whatsoever. It just says it goes against our guidelines. All it was was our logo, which is literally ours. So I emailed back and I said, I am very upset that you would take this down. And it's hurting our ability to make money with a logo I designed. I demand you put the store back up. And their response was absolutely nothing. There is nothing. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to go to it. And the problem is, is that guess who owns every major t-shirt like for sale on demand? It's the same damn company. So I'm going to run into the same thing over and over. But this time, I'm going to buy a notebook right away before they can get it. So that's my plan. So I don't know. I was also a little disappointed that I got like one response. By the way, a text to Russell. Feel free to text the Beck line, everybody. 802-277-BEC. We need those voicemails. But I thought I would get more of a response online. We did not. So
2: another failure. I've been told told by... By some of the dumb shit listeners out there that they get nervous about texting the back line that they start practicing. They start writing things out, yeah. but then they get nervous and they don't want to do it because they don't want to be harassed by the main host.
0: <sighs> well, now I have regret over some of these bits that I actually made for today's episode. <laughs> but, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: listen, if you want to call the backlight 802-277-BEC, I promise I will be nice to you. Okay. That is my new thing. I'm turning over a new leaf. I am now nice to the listeners. They're Our actually big leaf. They're the, they're the <laughs> real heroes. Okay? I
1: was
0: on, don't, don't get me started. I was on the figs today, man. A lot and, of figs. and this is the, this is the problem, right? Actually figs is next episodes. So just wait. It, it, here's the thing. Here's the problem. I had bought a Beck did a better flag, the size of a football field that they were going to bring out on opening day of the <laughs> NFL season, <laughs> and wave it. And to our fans, the true American heroes, and now they closed the store. Close okay. the store. Now, Russell, you had an interesting opinion of why maybe they
2: got us for a copyright strike. Tell us what you think it was, the fact that we used the name. Well, oh, I, I, I really don't think we should have this conversation because <laughs> oh. this, this would really bury us somewhere down the road. I think we should just move it along to All get right. the intros. <laughs> I'm just going to say. <laughs>
0: Beck, if it's not two turntables, there's no way that could be associated with Beck. Our logo has one turntable. It's a different Beck, okay? Maybe it's Jeff Beck. Maybe he's mad that we brought him up so many times. Oh, wow. Okay, listen. I've got three guys here, okay, who have been listening to this Lou Reed album, and I was talking to them earlier, and I realized they misheard the song. Do you? Do you really have
3: three guys that have listened to the?
0: Yes. (laughs) Sure. sure I do a lot of driving today, going to different roughing things. I'm sure you just put on the album, maybe to listen to it just real quick to have an opinion. But here's the thing is that they misheard the song and I saw them walking around crazy on the sidewalk. They're going back and forth all over the, turns out they were taking a walk on the wild stride. Oh, listen, I am not getting enough sleep lately, okay? this is the I'm going to blame that on that. As soon as I read it, I was like, God damn it, I have to say this. I've got Russ
2: in Minneapolis. Russ in Minnesota. Russ, how are you doing? You guys hit me with your inverted flower last week. You do it every hour. Oh, oh. baby, your figgy pudding is so vicious. <laughs> I'm begging you guys, let's save the fig talk to next week, <laughs> please. You'll see why. Can we Next not week? go one week without discussing Aaron's fig trees? Please. Can't, can't they Trees or bushes, important. Aaron? They're They're a tree. Tree it's a tree. Bush a, it's a tree or it's a bush or a vine It's a tree. It's a fig tree. So when you bought this
0: place, did they happen to mention the fig tree? And is, and is it possible that that's why this other people moved out? <laughs> it's possible. Because <laughs> yeah. I can see they in the background that last time we talked to you, the background behind you is about a fourth full of figs. And now it's about <laughs> two thirds full of figs. So I'm starting to worry that you've encountered a fig as ball pit situation.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's happening. I can't pick them fast enough. <laughs> I've got Aaron out in California, surrounded
0: by figs. Aaron, how are you doing?
1: You're going to reap, just what <laughs> you sow. I'm good. Thanks, Rob.
0: Yeah, like figs. That wasn't, wasn't creepy at all. No, I like that. Uh, and I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing?
3: Just super excited to be here with you guys today. Thanks, nice. thanks for having all me, right, All right, yeah. all right. A little enthusiastic. I'm excited to talk about this. Stuff. Yeah.
0: And here's what I don't get about Aaron, because I forgot this part. Here's okay. I don't get, I, I, Aaron was telling me that Mario, the character, is actually Japanese, right? He was, he was created in Japan. And you find out it's true because you know what Mario's first... It turns out his last name is Mario. I always thought it was brother. <laughs> but then that didn't make sense because his other brother was also brother, but they're the Mario brothers. The brother that doesn't brothers. make sense. Mario brother brother brother. brother brother. Mario brother brothers. Like brother Free Tony brother. brothers. 1000%. But here's the deal. I, I just act like I knew what you're talking about there. Do you see that? Turns out that Mario is Japanese. Do you know how I know that? Guess what his first name is? It's a me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his, his name is It's a me Mario. So a lot of people don't realize at the beginning of those games. He's saying his name. I'm glad we doubled back for that one. It's a bee. So, it's so a Rob,
2: you were telling us earlier how worn out you are because you've been working so hard, including on this podcast. Is this mm-hmm. what you were working on?
0: I'm, I am I regret to inform you I actually wrote down that joke like four weeks ago but I've been saying it
4: <laughs>
0: guys listen we don't have time for this we need to do a voicemail oh we got a voicemail right. again How nice
2: Matt did you tell your friends they needed to pick it up or what I've told a couple yeah I didn't know this was a voicemail song on the back
0: line, 802-277. oh, That's 802-277-2325. <laughs> Seamless. You can't even tell where that was.
1: So
0: nice. so Russ not putting the Beck did it better logo on his custom cowboy hat is an absolute travesty.
4: Also, t-shirt travesty. idea, cartoon version of Russ on a chopper with his custom
0: cowboy hat on. With bad to the bone printed somewhere on there. And of course, a Beck did it better logo. Listen, I have got bad news for that collar. That T-shirt with Russ with his cowboy hat in a chopper with bad to the bone plane and the Beck did it better logo is not going to happen. The store has been Sadly. shut down. Weren't you just listening to us? What are you
1: doing, you
0: <laughs> idiot? This is not what I'm talking about. These dub callers.
2: So. I, am, I am going back to Nashville in a week and I could go back to the Rustler hat store without coworkers and get the Beck did it better. Custom cowboy hat. Oh, a secret hat. Yeah. That's going to be awesome, Russell. I cannot wait until you... Oh, my
0: God. What What? if you had to pick another color... So Russell is wearing his cowboy hat again. He's wearing the white cowboy hat, showing he's a good guy. Russell, if you had to pick another cowboy hat, what are you thinking? Because I know you've been thinking about it. You
2: sicko. I think I might go for a, a darker brown and get the, the Beck did it better branded in the side. Maybe oh. put a feather in that cap like you oh, were talking, Rob. Oh, big, Biggest feather they got. Huge feather. Russ
0: comes biggest back. Feather he's feather got his ears cap. pierced. He's got big feather earrings, too. Oh, my <laughs> God. Mr. T-style. That was always wild, wasn't it? That he was like, I'm going to wear all this jewelry. He's like, God damn, I got all these gold chains. It's so heavy. And then he's like, oh, but my ears, they're so sensitive. Better put some feathers in there. Don't want to weigh those down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have a friend in town who... I just learned tonight has a cousin who slept with Mr. T. That's it. What? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like within was, the last couple of years, or it is day? Like I'm Dirt not Rocky sure.
1: Three. Uh, mm. ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I just found this woman? out. Was that my woman? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I just this, you back but you me. brought up Mr. T. And I I I'm, what's that? And that maybe makes me like four degrees of separation from Mr. T. That's not that great. You, you gotta not wonder. That exciting. If she said, fuck me like Clubber Lang, you know what I mean? Like,
0: that's who I think I would want to be fucked by Clubber Lang. Hey, pretty lady, pretty lady. Come over here. Let me show you what a real man's like. I mean, Clubber Lang, Rocky 3 doesn't get a lot of juice because he does wrestle Hulk Hogan in it. Okay. Thunder so Lips. I, guess- Lips.
1: Lips. Oh, I just Thunderlips. We do see Hulk
0: uh, pre-fucking his best friend's wife as Thunderlips. Kind of for telling. Nobody likes it, but Clubber Lang is one of the best Rocky villains that's out there. I think he's better than Drago. He's way more interesting. He's fun. He's
2: funny. I, I just love it. Plus, he looks juiced. Do you think if he was online dating and dating multiple women at the end of the day that night, he'd be like, I pity that fool.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I pity think, the fool.
1: He's shorter than Stallone, right? Like, he'd be the only guy that, that Stallone has a reach yeah. advantage over, right? In yeah. the, in, like, in the whole world. Yeah, he's tiny. Boxing. He's time, yeah. it's, it's, it's just such a Rocky 3 is such a fun movie
0: Russell I gotta say Your Macho Man Randy Savage impression One Listen Loved it Laughed every time I edited it Heard it I thought it was great Your Mr. T impression it sounds a lot like you saying that
2: before. <laughs> I gotta right say, there. Rob, your macho man Randy Savage impression was the worst one I've ever heard. <laughs> you you just kind of went into like some sort of Steve Ooh, Urkel yeah. voice. You had a good you <laughs> got a good oh yeah, but I think you just rely too much on the car crash. <laughs> is the I was just gonna say it's the only bit I have. You know, Rob's got a thing against dead
1: people, right? Like Rob really <laughs> like. I mean, hopefully we get a lot of good Queen jokes for the next two two wow. episodes. But like Rob's really got a thing about making fun of dead people. I, <laughs> And they die. For being, for being dead.
2: Yeah. Just for being dead. That's it. Especially if it's in a vehicle accident. Yeah, he's all about it. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, <laughs> it.
4: It's
2: gotta ring twice. Who's this? Is
0: oh, it's gonna ring twice. Oh no, my wife's sleeping. I'm in Hello, trouble. Hey, Hello? baby. I don't know who this is. This is the Big Bopper speaking. Big I'm calling you from hell, baby. I'm down here in the Brimstone. It's so hot, baby. Oh yeah. And guess who's right next to me, baby? We're in that Chantilly lace.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it's me. I had some hurt problems due to my steroid use. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big Bopper, I got a question. I have. I know a listener yes, of ours. I know a listener of ours was actually taking a, a drive down to somewhere in Iowa a while back, and they went through the city where the music died. And Aaron, I don't know if you know the city where the Clear Lake. The, Clear, yeah, Lake. Clear, and, Lake, and Clear Lake. And this Iowa. listener of ours did not stop and go, look, they've got to have some sort of memorial or they have to have something down there, right?
0: Oh, baby, you know what they have down there? They have blood-stained glasses for Buddy Holly. They've got uh, a guy yelling, Richie, for Richie Valens. And for me, baby, they've got blood and guts all over Chantilly lace. bend in your face and put it down on the ground. The plane is flying through the air. Should that thunderstorm be there, there, there? Uh-oh. Altitude is running low. I don't think this is where the plane should go. This ain't funny. Uh, this is real crummy. Oh, baby, that's a what I that's a crash it's on there so oh i gotta i gotta go guys i'm in hell uh remember i had two hits chantilly laced it when i hit the ground
1: speaking <laughs> of a fiery crash we just saw one Yeah, we just witnessed nine one one. i just witnessed a fiery crash on a podcast
2: <laughs> if, if if Aaron ever gets into like the the times people had horrible crashes he's just gonna do an impression of what rob just did over and over
0: yeah what are you guys
2: even talking about?
4: <laughs>
0: that wasn't me. That was the big bopper. It's a character.
4: Big bopper, baby.
0: Rolling going. You know, Rob has never said anything on this podcast. It's a character. It's true. It's true. What can you do?
1: Uh, Rolling going. Rosie, how's it going with you? It's going great. I was reminded, I got to take a brief detour on the rolling going, uh, when you said about Russell's t-shirt where it's going to say bad to the bone somewhere on it. Uh, when I was in high school, all of the, I was, I was in the, as you know, I was in the trombone section, mm-hmm. uh, not first chair, as we've discussed. <laughs> uh, we don't like to bring that up here. Come on. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thank you. But uh, for the marching band, every section would have their own t-shirts. And the the trombone section would always like the the t shirt would would say the word somewhere on uh on the uh, t shirt. It would always say somewhere, and I didn't know why. And it's because the first time they had these t shirts made, they went to the t shirt shop. No, uh, <laughs> and and they said they said well, the t shirt just has to say bury the bone somewhere on it. And so <laughs> they came back with this design that said bury the bone dot 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 somewhere and then they just no. ran with it so every year the trombones like the trombones had to have the word somewhere on their t-shirt because they said bury the bone somewhere
0: oh so it wasn't the, i picture the whole marching band saying bury the bone i get it though if you're talking about trombones i was like well this is kind of weird like if you're playing a piccolo and then it says bury the bone yeah that'd i mean be a man, weird. That'd be weird. imagine playing the tuba and you're in a marching band right and there's it's just tuba like on this ooh.
2: album today There I is Tuba there is. on the album And you're yeah walking around
0: And the Tuba And you're just listening to this And you're wearing a shirt that says Bury the bone somewhere I mean Guys There's a thousand percent chance You're getting laid There
2: is yeah. zero, <laughs> the, zero chance There is zero chance the Tuba players in high school Were burying the bone anywhere No absolutely not I, I can't <coughs> Are you kidding Have things. you ever been on a marching band bus What What well, not. You guys have seen American Pie. We're not like we're not talking like Madison, Wisconsin marching band where they had to like <laughs> shut the whole program
0: down.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think this makes it funnier, right? The tuba. I, I think it it
1: makes it a funnier. Just keep it going. And,
2: and no, yeah, iron, so I've been on the marching band there, bus in my, for like three months. There, there is some high band. school tuba players going to shut a, our ass down for playing this, though, for copyright. <laughs> I, will t- I will say this too: Can you imagine a tuba player with small balls? You
0: can't do it, can you? <laughs> they all have big balls <laughs> in your mind.
1: And... You That's, right what's wrong,
0: wrong with me, really? Is there something wrong with me? <laughs>
1: And then the only other thing I wanted to mention tonight in my rolling gun is that I'm really enjoying the new Alchemist Rock Marciano album called The Elephant Man's Bones. It came out on Friday, August 26th. Uh, Rock Marciano is a New York uh, rapper. Alchemist is a longstanding producer. Great stuff. But my favorite moment on the album... Is Rock it, Marciano,
2: speaking of speaking of copyright, they yeah. created with the game yeah. there,
1: right? Yeah, exactly, right?
2: Can
0: yeah. you smell what the Rock Marciano is cooking? <laughs> 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 By so, the way, I just have to say the Rock doing this stuff for Black Adam, you know Black Adam is going to be a terrible movie. You are talking to a guy who saw San Andreas in the theaters, though.
1: Oh, I would never. Oh, my God. And That's, at the I
0: mean, end, I couldn't do it. San Francisco destroyed. See, okay. to be
1: clear, Rubble. the reason I wouldn't see San Andreas is that right there. I would love yeah, all, any movie with a rocket. All that was Good.
0: left was a single fig tree on a hill. That was all that was left. <laughs> and Rock turns to the camera and they say, what are we going to do? And he goes, we'll rebuild. And it zooms in on American flag. And I was like, I stood up. I was like, I clapped. I was in my Navy whites. So I was like, this is great.
2: <laughs> hey, Rob, do you remember what the director of that movie's name was? <laughs> No,
1: it doesn't matter what his name is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. So I just wanted to say, my one of my favorite moments rock and is very good either no, on the Rock Marciano wrestling. Alchemist album, which oh, is a long way to know. collaboration. Love it, but they bring Aaron, in this what's guy. The
0: best, what's the best song off of it that you're hearing under, underneath it right
1: now? <sighs> The best song is... Um, you say Chantilly Lace. I've yeah. got news for you. Quantum M-M-M-L-D-S-S- Leap is really good. LP, yeah, Quantum Leap is a really good one. It's just like it's all like spooky yeah, kind of... Yeah, well, there's a zigzag zig oh, yeah, that's really
2: wait, good too. Quantum Leap is the name best of the song too? What is the song,
1: is song yeah. called Quantum
0: yeah. Leap? Oh, this yeah, is just
2: like... Do they have any creativity here? What's going on? Aaron, take out your headphones
0: for one second. Take out your headphones Yep, yep. Okay,
2: they're
0: out. Hey, guys. Guys, Aaron is talking about an album from rock Marciano is called quantum leap. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's possible that Aaron has a stroke and he's just recalling like old memories. And that's how we got to this point right now (laughs) where the song starts with a guy going, "Uh Oh,
1: then that's how the song starts. Just like quantum leap does. The album is called the (laughs) elephant man's bones. I think the title track is really great. There's a song called Trillion Cut that has Boldy James on it. You guys know I love Boldy James. But on the song Zip Guns, the penultimate track on the album, they bring in a a rapper who I don't know named Knowledge the Pirate, which, like, that's a great rap name, and he fucking rhymes Peaky Blinders with B.B. and C.C. Winans, and that was a moment for me, like, you could not be talking to me anymore if you're you're rhyming Peaky Blinders with B.B. and C.C. Winans, so... I was really, that's where I'm at this week. Not going to lie. I knew that was coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's just where I'm at. I was really enjoying that album. Either that or I've been enjoying Alice Coltrane's Pata the El Dawood. I just discovered that one. That was from 1970-something, but I just discovered it.
0: Okay. I'm not going to be mean to you, but say that rhyme again.
1: Well, he says, I I don't remember. He says, I think he says, I'm on demon time like the Peaky Blinders. It's the gospel like B.B. and CeCe Winant's. So he rhymes Peaky Blinders with B.B. and C.C. Winans. And that's I don't know like, who B.B. and C.C.
0: Winans is, but can you explain to our dumb, dumb audience who should call in and I'll actually be nice to you who they are? You guys,
1: you guys don't know the Peaky Blinders? No. God, that's the part. That's the one part I do know. Are you serious right <laughs> now? Are you serious? B.B. and C.C. Winans are from a, a famous gospel singing family. So they, they, they both sing gospel. And their whole family, it's like they're one of the, you know, royal families of gospel. Thank you. All three of us are nodding real big because we do that for sure. You got it. (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: how it's it's rolling going with me somewhere. Oh my God, Aaron, your life. You're you're just eating figs
1: like crazy. You're listening. (laughs) I am. I'm eating a lot of figs. Yeah. I won't talk about how the bathroom's looking, but I'm eating a lot of figs.
0: I don't want to tell everybody how the sausage is made. (laughs) But we're doing a double episode tonight. I cannot wait to hear what Aaron's rolling going is on the second episode. If that's how a he had to dig for his first one, can you imagine? You know,
1: yep, uh, don't worry, I'm saving something. No, I'm saving okay. something.
0: Okay, Russell, rolling going, how's it going with you? Um,
2: oh, rolling going, things are going good. I actually went up north, I went up to uh, Kohl's Resort, one of our favorite sponsors, and on the way up there. I actually stopped at a winery called Forest Ooh. Edge Winery. Have you ever heard of this place before? No, oh. Forest Edge. Ooh, that sounds Where so nice. Where is it? That's it's in name. La Porte, Minnesota, which is just kind of northwest of Brainerd, just south of Bemidji, about a half hour. Decided to stop at this winery for the first time. I don't know about you guys. Are you guys winery guys? You ever stop at a winery if you come across one? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: I guess. I just don't, I
1: don't come across that much. I don't know. I mean, as we, we've talked about this, like I'm, I'm not great about talking about wine. I like to drink it, though. So I would love to go like I like to go have the tasting if nobody wants to. Hear you know, what I have to say you know about my it. you know, my opinion is, Aaron, because I don't like
0: I, I don't like wine that has a lot of tannins. And I especially don't like wine when they chase me around on a hoverboard. And it turns out it's a Biff. <laughs> 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 that's
1: the worst joke. I mean, that's crazy.
4: Oh so no. <laughs> <a terrible> <laughs>
0: Excuse me. Is this why I have a lot of Bif Tannins? I dare you to say that next time. <laughs> you can't go across the water unless you have power. Now, that's the one quote I know from Back to the Future 2. No one else remembers that scene. I do that quote and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, from Back to the Future 2. Oh, idiot. Oh,
4: God. Dumb so stuff. Dumb. Oh, no.
2: Back to the Future 2 and 3. I think there were three of them, right? And yeah, I the third one, they go
1: the Old West.
2: The thing that was so bad is I believe Nintendo made a video game that was Back to the Future oh, 2 yeah. and 3 yeah. in one game. Yes. I think it was two movies in yeah. one game. Yeah, wow. that's
1: how bad it was. They were like, we're not going to waste another cartridge on this thing. Well, they filmed, you know, they filmed
0: those two movies at the same time. That's how good Back to the Future 1 was. They're like, fuck it, we're making two and three at the same time.
2: It's like the way we do podcasts, right? Our, our last <laughs> one was so good that we do two in one night. <laughs>
0: Okay. You guys are going to use that Biff Tannins joke, I bet. It could be so good.
2: (laughs) So anyways, I go to this forest edge, I go to this forest edge winery with a wine taster, if you will. And it's the interesting thing is it's on a rhubarb farm. And so you go up and they've got this, this beautiful kind of like old barn where they've got like, you can go in and you can shop for wine. You can shop for kind of like their swag and everything. But the cool thing about this winery is everything is a berry wine. They don't have grapes. It's all mm-hmm. made with berries from northern Minnesota. Isn't that interesting? Do they have any
1: strawberry
2: wine? No, don't do
1: it, Aaron. <laughs> Seventeen. God, just faster than I could search it. Well, she's gonna sound better than and me. He had a cup. <laughs> God damn! don't no, oh, do
2: this one. This is one of God. your top Bites waiting. This song is so good.
0: I know what's going <sighs> on, Russell. I got it all down. You don't, know, you know too much about my life, don't you? Now, if you guys want to see Deanna Carter, okay? She's going to be in Milwaukee in December.
1: Oh, all right.
3: I wonder if she well, plays this not stop playing it now. You got to go to the chorus. Sorry, Sorry,
4: Matt.
3: Oh, I love this song. Dina Carter might be one of the most now, beautiful country singers of all time as well. So, I just meant cuz we're dragging up
1: the time. I'm sure you love the song. Now, Russell
0: did you buy any strawberry wine to see how long it would last? To see if it would last as long as strawberry wine.
2: So it's interesting. We tried a bunch of things and there's nothing better than going to a place like this than getting a flight, right? You gotta do a flight, you gotta try hey, as many things as you can.
0: Oh yep. you know I hate to tell you this. But if you're doing a flight
2: story <laughs> time. I mean I hate to do it. I really do. All All right.
1: These are the
0: wines that
2: I drank tonight. Oh, I almost passed out. I'm going (laughs) to drink this wine. Flight
0: tonight. Tonight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wait a minute, baby. Did somebody say a flight
2: tonight? Oh, no, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, these guys had all berry wines. They had a black currant wine, a blueberry wine, Paul Bunyan Red, which was a black currant wine with plum wine. A Rhapsody in Red, which was a red blend that will bring music to your mouth. And my favorite, the one I enjoyed the most, a rhubarb blueberry wine, a full-bodied red with a fruity finish. The wines there were fantastic. They're they're different than what you would have, you know, getting a normal bottle of wine, a California red or whatever you're going to have. It was so much fun, beautiful place to go. If anyone ever gets a chance to go to Forest Edge Winery up in La Porte, Minnesota, I would highly suggest it. How, how did it taste,
0: Russell, compared to regular wine? What did you think? Oh, my God. He's got a glass he's right there. He's got a glass. With the cowboy hat on. I mean, this guy's this, Man, this guy's the kind of-, of guy, he'll take you to a nice winery, but later, he's going to eat like a cowboy does. Okay. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> oh, no. Is that, some, is that a stereotypical cowboy thing? <laughs>
1: I mean, it wasn't in Brokeback, but they left those scenes out, I think. They were pretty discreet. The
2: only, the only bummer I had with this winery, they had this outdoor seating area. It was beautiful. It, it felt like you were out in the country. It was an amazing place. But they had a snacks. Like there, like any winery, they had snacks. You figure maybe you're doing some char- charcuterie or something or like berries. that. So we ordered what looked like the, like the, the highest-end snack tray you could get, right? It turned out it was just a big Lunchable. So they literally walked out with just the big box lunch where you had to, like, find a way to, like, open. Don't eat this. Oh, we haven't
1: heard the fuckery for a long
2: time. Rob, I know that charcuterie is one of your three S's of the summer, but the (laughs) summer is over, my friend, because it was just a big package lunchable with packaged cheese, packaged crackers and packaged meat. I'll tell you what, man, uh, there is
0: nothing that is my kids like more that disgust me as much as a Lunchable. The, the, the difference between how much they love it and how much I detest it is amazing. They will get a Lunchable and they're so happy when they get a Lunchable. And I'm like, guys, wait, look at that meat. Like that, what
2: kind of, tell me what kind of meat that is. I don't even know. It's greater than Ben Roethlisberger's dick. Oh, no.
0: And just for legal reasons, okay? I want to say, it is a court document. It has been documented in court that he has a great penis. Okay, that's all i'm gonna say not a joke not a podcast it's real
1: we're not not trying to monetize his gray penis either we're yeah. not selling gray penis t-shirts we're not selling that's shirt. the
3: one that's the one thing you need to clarify for legal reasons
4: <laughs> 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 everything
3: we talk about let me just clarify
2: the, the, the last thing i was going to share about my my trip to the winery though is one thing they gave us is this cool card you guys can see it essentially shows about eight wineries in the Minnesota area that are all kind of like part of the same group or whatever they do tasting nice. together at the state fair. And so now I've decided I've been to two of these. I went to one in Stillwater. I've been to this one in Laporte. I've got to go to all of them. Gotta so I'm them kind them of curious. Do you guys have anything? I know we have the quest for the albums, but do you have anything like where I need to see all the state parks or I need to see all the national forests or what are your things where you guys are trying to check something off the list in terms of places you want to go? I want to say like the top rated pizza places. I want to
0: just have a day where we go and go to like three or four different pizza places and really finally decide that when somebody comes and visits us, this is the pizza place that we're going to take him to. Oh, I
3: like that. What is that place you took us to down by the peep show theater? That Uh, that is uh, Joe's. Joe's, Yeah. Joe's Joe's. famous pizza. That was was pretty good. And I
0: I just want to be clear. It's a regular theater. There's peep. Holes outside that you can watch it through. It's not a peep
3: so, so it's a peep show. So <laughs> a peep show.
0: Well, I guess technically.
3: So you took us to a peep
1: show. Yeah. Well,
0: kind of. Yeah. You and your kids. I showed them the peep yep. show for sure, and you said it was fine. So that's good.
1: Yep. Aaron, what well, about you? You probably, seem like a guy. Yeah, that this was a so long something. shot, but I, I would like to. I don't. You couldn't really do all of them in a lifetime, but I would like to hit as many. I'd like to go to as many Polynesian islands as I could. I've only been to two. Oh, there you go. I've been to two of the Hawaiian islands. I would love to go to Tahiti. New Zealand, American Samoa, like other other islands in Polynesia, I'd like to like go to as many as I could. That'd be I I'd,
0: I'd, I'd watch it. Would you watch a travel show where Aaron does that, and then just goes on the beach and he's just and, like
1: sweating, just yeah, like profusely. Yeah, and Aaron's like I, I, okay. Aaron's
0: Aaron's on the beach. He's got a camera, the huge zoom lens, and he's just pointing it right at women's feet as they're walking by, <laughs> taking picture after a picture. I mean, I would watch that show. <laughs>
2: I, I, I think my I have family members that are doing something similar. I think I've told oh, you guys about this God, before. The They're feeling. trying to do every island in the song Kokomo. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, we're yes. At that so far. I Speaking think of that's of, a great quest. I like episode that. Yeah. That's a good one. How about you, Matt? Are you trying to like see every stadium or see every park or anything like that? No. And I think, you know,
3: kids come into it where, I mean, they just mm-hmm. throw monkey wrenches into everything. And so I'm sure 10, 15 years from now, I'll start doing something like that. But I mean, we took a trip to see the national parks. We went from North Dakota and then down in, you know, the Badlands and Devil's Tower mm-hmm. and Tetons and, and, uh, you know, Yellowstone and all that. I mean, that's, that's pretty darn fun in an RV. So I think eventually when I get older, that'll be something that I'll, I'll want to do. Maybe see every 50, all 50 states in an, R, in an RV all or something like that. 50 states is but, a good one. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to do
0: that. Aaron, can I just go back to something you said earlier about uh, Brokeback Mountain? And they didn't yes. have the, I just want to say I do have a deleted scene here from the movie. So I'm just going to play it real quick. I can't quit you. Neither can I. Now I'm going to eat your <laughs> So...
1: They they once again, glad, right. glad we doubled back for that one. Uh, it's a great movie. It won an Academy Award. Yeah. Deservedly oh, it really so. It. It's a great movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I think I killed <laughs> Russell's bit. Sorry there.
2: <laughs> Matt, roll going. I was going with you. Uh, good. Kids started school this
3: week, which is always good. Run the energy out of them and get them back with their friends and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get to hear of all your teacher friends about how tough their lives are all of a sudden because they've got to be back at work. Things like that. (laughs) Ah. Always fun times. Always fun times. That bell is so long. Why is that so long? Good, nice, long go. But I came across something, and I didn't know what this was. And I've seen this in Minnesota, but apparently there's this big problem out in Oakland right now because it's so hot. Is it? Is it hot out in the Bay Area? Oh yeah, we've got a
1: terrible fucking heat wave. Man, today man, today is finally a day where it's not quite as terrible. Yeah. I almost yeah. did this for my rolling going.
0: I did almost you? did the same exact thing that you're about to do. I was so close. We'll see. We'll I know see exactly. So. I can. I guarantee if it involves <laughs> if it involves legs, I know what you're talking about.
3: Mm, legs on animals. Yep. Yeah. So apparently there's a bunch of squirrels that are just laying dead in the road now. Oh, what? Out in, out in, out in Oakland and in the Bay Area. Okay. Have, have you come across this at all, Rosie? No, I've not. And they look like they're squirrels. just laying flat on the road, but they're not actually dead. So you don't want to like run over them and you what? don't want to like disturb them. They're actually just splooting. What does that I, What? Mean? I'm not they're familiar. I have
1: seen this cuz it's because of the heat.
3: Well, they're what? they're they're heat dumping. This is part of their heat dumping function. I had one of yeah. those this
0: morning. And a I know Russell dump? hates to talk about it, but I had yeah. some coffee. It Did not treat. But me I have seen. Function? I have
3: seen this. I mean, we've got a million squirrels around our backyard, and you see these squirrels that are laying like sprawled out. You can see pictures of mm-hmm. these, right? Like, look at that one up top there, laying sprawled out. And I'm like, what in the hell is that thing doing? Well, it's called splooting. It Kind of looks like
2: Rob when he used to use those uh, restraints, right? Splooting. Oh God! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but wait my a minute. Are you just... visualizing
1: me using the bed restraints face down?
3: No,
0: I've not that seen that. Seems this. wrong <laughs> <I> to <don't know>.
3: me. <laughs> I thought
1: we we had a big fish die off in Lake Merritt. That was horrific. I thought you were going to talk about that. My
0: God, Aaron, we're trying to have
1: fun on this podcast. Here. What are you doing? <laughs> look at these look at these squirrels all
3: spread out. So no, what are no, they no, doing? They're, no, they're not spread out, Aaron. They're, they're dumping heat. They're splooting. They're dumping heat. No, no, no.
0: They're splooting. They're splooting. That's the official oh, term God. for that. Okay, so
3: oh, so the idea is that they're they're putting as much of their the uh, square footage, mm-hmm. you know, of their of their body on the ground, right? And that's supposed to disseminate the heat. And you know what, you know what this makes
0: me think of? You know what my own personal spluting is? Okay. And don't make that motion, Aaron. <laughs> with two hands and the one it, that is so weird. I've never seen that. Upside before. down? Yeah, upside how, down. How does that and work? it's like <laughs> and you're doing this thing with your hands like you're playing a recorder, too? I don't that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, that's my own personal spluting.
2: Did you just say playing a recorder, Rob? Yeah. You son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> My own personal splooting, okay, is, and I hate to bring this up again, it's when you sit backwards on the toilet and put your head down on that cool, cool tank. <laughs> that's me I splooting. I thought
2: that was the AC Slater. It's the AC Slater.
0: Yeah, it's the AC splooting. That's, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what it is now. <laughs> Don't come in. I'm splooting. My kids are like, Jesus Christ. I have friends over, dad. What are you talking about?
3: So, so public service announcement. If you see a squirrel lying flat on the road, yep. don't run it over. Don't think it's dead. It's, it's just simply splooting. So I think other
2: <laughs> animals sploot or just squirrels. Apparently, apparently My dog it's you know, sometimes
0: like if, you know. if he's too hot, he'll do the sploot. I don't know. You know, what's weird though is the one I have seen this sploot in one position when you go to Clear Lake, Iowa, they actually have a statue of the Big oh, Bopper no. splooting because that's how they found him. Oh, oh, that's not right. I'm splooting, no. baby. Oh no. no. That's not right.
2: What?
4: It's,
2: right it's a fact. What? <laughs> I really have something I have a joke I want to make, but it's wildly inappropriate. Well we could we can cut it out. Yeah, cut out. I
0: can't I can't do Does it. Does it have to do with how splooting. is kind of looks like you're, the squirrel's getting ready for something to right. eat? It's <laughs> <laughs> is that can't, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you thought, oh, squirrel, this is going to be a nuts joke. No, it's an idiot <laughs> joke. Did not see that one coming.
3: Left field take of the week. <laughs> you know what? It is my second left field what? take of the week.
2: What? What?
0: Now I can't edit it out. Rob's.
1: Rob's. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Rob, so when you haven't been splooting this week to get away from the heat wave rolling going, what's going on with you? My wife is an incredibly bad online shopper.
0: Oh, she often will order. Sometimes it's one banana coming. Sometimes it's one banana. Sometimes it's seven bunches. You just don't know what you're going to get. She orders stuff for vacation that doesn't come for four weeks after the vacation. And I love her. And it was her birthday this weekend. Okay. So I was on eggshells the entire weekend because Aaron's like, oh, I can't wait to hear about the podcast and, and your hey, wife. And sure enough, you, I was editing it on her birthday and she, oh my God, is it? You disaster. didn't love
2: her enough. You didn't love her enough to do the dishes before the last podcast. Though. <laughs> That's. I mean, really, it's my life. I was like, okay,
0: I'm going to record the podcast. And then she was like, <laughs> I mean, it's so distracting when you listen to the episode. It's, and I edit out 90% of a myself.
2: It's crazy. I, I mean, the question, you're putting it on her, but like you could have just done the dishes beforehand. No, I couldn't because it, it was her birthday party up on the roof.
0: And so I, she said, oh, we're going to do this. And I said, oh, yeah, I also planned a podcast record. So she was happy
2: with me to start with right
0: away. Mm. So I, there was no time to do this. From the jump. It's crazy.
2: So, so why does she why does she have the issues with the online ordering? Does she not realize what she's ordering? Or does she just be like, I need one banana. I'm ordering one or what? I, I It's something about like, and often I'll go to the
0: Amazon cart and there's like four things in there. And she's like, oh, I thought I ordered those. You know what I mean? Like, that's a thing that happens too. I think it's just that she's going so fast and moving and doing lots of things because she really is an angel. Like she's the best, you know, she's never going to listen to this. So I don't know why I bother. But recently <laughs> we lost our charger to our electric toothbrush that we share. We have an electric toothbrush we share, but we had different heads, Russell. Okay, don't make that face. We have different heads. We switch the heads.
2: And it's a no, nice- uh, No, no way. You what? don't use the same toothbrush and switch the head back and forth. Oh, yeah. Russell, this is what it's like to be married, my dude. <sighs> no, it's
0: Aaron not. Aaron, Matt?
2: No. This no, seems no. insane. There's no way Matt does yeah, this. Zero no, chance. Not
3: even. Well, one, Sarah doesn't let me use her bathroom, so I, 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 oh, I, I, I oh get kicked out of to, the, to the basement anyway, so- <laughs> uh man's like I, I mean i
0: can i split God, in your I, bathroom real
1: quick I, <laughs> that's what he does when she's on vacation yeah yeah yeah. Uh, mean, i can split anywhere i want now oh, i can split all over the house uh i know i have to i have to come to rob's defense we for a, a time um shared a <gasps> toothbrush and
2: switched out Aaron the heads yeah. and i are getting married well, like, how we much love is, like each other. how much are two electric toothbrush like you could spend another hundred no. bucks for one Whatever whatever costs.
1: For, no, you box. guys never. You don't understand. It's never in my house. It's never about the. Sometimes it's about the money, but it's yeah. always about the stuff. Space. Like Anna is a minimalist. Like no more stuff. You know. Same so with Jenny. if you can get by with half the stuff, you get by.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming she wants my scent on a toothbrush when she puts it up to her mouth in the morning. Like, that's something she likes. So
3: she, so we lost the charger, right, which is interesting. Does she ever wait, get, like, where, mustache
2: hairs? Where are you know, putting you know, the toothbrush, Rob? No, I she usually shaves. So. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. And what is Rob doing before he uses the yeah, toothbrush? Why is he, you, how how you are you getting
1: your scent on the toothbrush? Are you splitting on the toothbrush? I, it's it's getting in
0: my mustache, which is covered in egg yolk for some reason. Every day <laughs> when I wake up. <laughs> Oh no. I thought I had a dream where I was eating ass and I wake up and there's egg yolk all over my face. What's going on? (laughs) We can't do double recordings again if this is what it's gonna be. This is the first one, my dude. Cannot wait for Eric's rolling going next week. So listen, she bought these toothbrushes, and right away I was suspicious. She goes, Listen, I got us two electric toothbrushes. They're way cheaper and they come with way more brush heads. And so instantly I was like, She was like, Yeah, they're $30. And instantly in my head, I was like, you know, when you buy something, you're like, this is too cheap. It's not going to work. It's not going to be good. $30 for an electric toothbrush. You're getting a kid's electric toothbrush. Look at this toothbrush I got. Ready? <laughs> listen to this toothbrush. Just listen to this thing. You hear that? No. 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 You hear that? No. It's so loud for me. How can you guys not hear that? It's, you know what? It's coming in on my, it's coming in on my audacity. Oh,
1: it's so loud. Oh, God, turn it down. Oh, jeez, that's
3: crazy. How can she make you use
0: that? My goodness. It is so fast and so powerful. And all it does is vibrate. It tickles my mouth. I cannot use this toothbrush. When I put it in my mouth, it (laughs) makes me laugh. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it vibrates my mouth. I can't do it, so I cannot. And it does this thing. Can you hear this? It's got vibrator speed. Why do you need a toothbrush that does the vibrator thing? Well, if you have to ask, Rob. I, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Seems Vibrators
2: like- don't need this speed. Vibrate, nobody's ever done a vibrator like this in their life. I know someone who's a dentist who once invited me to a party. You could probably ask them why they need to have vibrator speed on that one.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> who would ever need a toothbrush that goes, wow, wow,
0: wow. I mean, this, guys, I'm not going to lie. This is a disaster. Because guess how many <laughs> toothbrush heads it comes with? Like ten. I'm going to use this until the day I die, and it's a toothbrush well, I hate. Well,
1: if regular vibrator gets snatched up by security, now you've got a backup,
2: right? So I mean, now are you each using your own, Rob, or are you sharing the the cheaper electric one too? We are. We are each using our own Russell. So you uh, don't no, have to be concerned I, about I that. I gotta say, I'm, I'm more. more happy with that than I was with the previous. Do you,
3: think, do you think like that vibrating pulsating thing is just another scam by the dentist to make more money and they're like all of a sudden now you need to
2: change your toothbrush and that's how they're trying to get you? Yeah, it's not making as much noise when it's running. You got to get a new one. Wait, yeah, I'm not even, gotta, I'm not even running my electric by the toothbrush.
0: This is, I'm, this is coming from somewhere in my apartment. Okay, never mind.
2: <laughs> is this uh, sorry, a music sorry. podcast? Jenny's bedroom.
0: You know, usually Let's I wait until the, there's a joke to go in the and, kitchen over there. I don't know. Go into the album, but there has been no joke for a little bit, so I'm just going to go <laughs> right into the album. Let's
4: talk about <laughs> the All right, a music podcast. That's
1: what I signed up for.
2: What, what's what's more interesting to listen listen to that toothbrush sound or Lou Reed's vocal tones? Ooh, it's <laughs>
0: close. It's <That's> close. <laughs>
2: I think it's good. There's some stuff on this album I really like.
1: Oh, my God. The whole thing's
0: great. Tuba. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, listen, we are talking about Transformer. We are talking about Transformer by Lou Reed. Uh, and so... <laughs>
4: um,
0: I'm not even going to tell you guys how much time it took me to find that sound and download. But I will be using it every time I say the word Transformer. Um, once again, taking, showing that there's no good joke. I can't just totally kill. So listen, this is, uh, Lou Reed basically broke up with velvet underground. He kind of broke up with Andy Warhol at the time. He came out with a single album called Lou Reed and it was basically a flop. People didn't like it. Didn't sell very well. So he basically David Bowie approached him and said, I want to produce an album with you. Mick Ronson and I, who was David Bowie's lead guitarist from the spiders from Mars. And basically, they created the album Transformer, which is a major oh glam rock album, and basically put um, uh, uh, Lou Reed on the map. Now, Bowie was always a big Velvet Underground fan. In fact, one of my favorite songs of all time, I want to play this for you, is David Bowie covering Waiting for the Man. I mean, listen, listen to this. <laughs> Stone <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, this song is so good. It's off his uh, Santa Monica album. It's nobody unbelievable. David Bowie is so fucking good. Cares. And that's exactly what I realized with this album is I was like, we, so just, just rewind a little bit. We did not care for the Velvet Underground album. Right. Correct.
3: Uh, uh, no, no, no. I, I mean, I like everything, but the, when Nico got involved, I didn't like, ooh. you know, yeah, the Nico <laughs> stuff, but I mean, you know, that that one song about, what was it? Uh, heroin, when all of a sudden it's speeding That's up. And that, was, that was great. Top five yeah, pop so. songs. That's true. Yeah, true. I mean, I, where, where was it at on the list? I don't know if it should be that. Oh, way uh, high in, high in the, the teens. It was, yeah, it was
0: way, way up. But so I was like, oh man, as soon as we were doing Lou Reed, I was like, oh, we didn't like Velvet Underground. There's no way. And all of a sudden I started listening to this album and I was like, God, what is it about this album? I love it. It sounds so good. I think it sounds. And then I read and I say, oh, I know what it is. It's David Bowie producing it. And Mick Ronson was a studio player for almost every instrument on this album. He played guitar. He did the string arrangement. He played Russell. I hate to say this to you. He did play the recorder on this album recorder. And he he was the the backing. He was the backing vocals. um, And he basically this album came out. It was a giant hit and made, made Lou Reed an international star. Like if it wasn't for this, I think Lou Reed would kind of have maybe not had the success and maybe velvet underground doesn't have the success that we think, but this, This album is endlessly fascinating to me because it's a perfectly produced album. It sounds great, and Lou Reed has one of the strangest voices you'll ever hear somebody sing. I mean, just listen to this. Here's "Vicious."
2: The song has been in my head all week. Got some cowbell there. It's kind of basic. That's a cowbell. Hit me with a flower. Hit me with a flower.
0: Basically, he said that Andy Warhol came up to him and said, write a song about somebody who's vicious. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, you know, hit you with a flower. And he was like, damn, I got to write that down. Guys, Andy Warhol would have loved our podcast.
1: Yes. I had this this album on this morning uh, when Wallace and I were doing Legos, and he kept asking me, like, what's this song about? And I was like, I don't, man, I'm not sure, like... I was like, well, now they're talking about a shaved honey bear. I don't know. And he's like, yeah. I thought they were talking about a chest. Like, it's, it's like wild stuff lyrically. It's hard to keep track. It, it is. And
0: I think, like, listen to this next song, Andy's Chest. This is literally a song written to Andy Warhol after he got shot in the chest and to cheer him up. Like, it's a great idea. Oh,
1: all the trees are calling after you
2: such a terrible voice and I love it I don't care you know what the, 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 the beginning of this song seemed so basic where I was like uh, the I think I'm a better s- singer if you took yes. if you yeah. took my Gaston song and put it up against this and say <laughs> you've got to beat. but then all of a sudden like the second half of the song kind of picks up and it has this different pace and it actually yeah. became a really fun song for me I mean yeah. doesn't this sound like um, Ziggy Stardust to you to the end of story, yeah I mean
1: for sure except with hear in the, the influence, influence. oh no, no doubt. Yeah, you, hear, you hear Bowie on here all... Here's the crazy about part.
0: About Andy's Chest was originally a Velvet Underground song. They recorded it. So I want to have you see what that song sounds like with zero David Bowie influence, Mick Ronson influence. Listen to this when rattlesnakes lose their skin and their hearts it's not even close no it's just not it's so their polished their i mean i think lou reed is a brilliant lyricist i think he's a fun singer i think it's an interesting tone but man yeah.
4: another another david go bowie
3: go back go nice back to find. it go back to andy go back, go back yeah, to nice the yeah uh, oh all the trees
0: are calling after
2: i mean this is so much more interesting yeah and all the
4: venom snipers after
2: you. Now, backup singers in this one and everything. It, oh,
0: it's, it's, a, it's a great song. this I, I texted you guys this, and then Russ got mad because we're texting about the album. I think the top six songs on this album might be one of my favorite top six we've ever done. This album, to me, was so strong in the beginning. And then so weird at the end.
2: I loved it. The last time we talked about Lou Reed, you claimed that the Velvet Underground was the coolest album ever. And then we got drunk and argued about Every single album we've listened to for about twenty five minutes, and that was officially the longest cut we've ever had from one of the podcast. Is we cut like a twenty eight minute section that just went off the rails. Thanks, to Matt. Up, he, Matt overindulged that idea.
0: I love the idea that we're like, oh my god, twenty eight music minutes of us talking about music cut. <laughs> hmm, Ten minutes of us talking about squirrels—that's
2: stated. It related it, it, that to it, toilet backwards. That's absolutely. that's gold, Jerry. It, it was not a perfect day, that's for sure.
0: Perfect uh, day. Uh, uh, this song is beautiful. I have an announcement yeah. to make. Uh-oh. This is going in my top six of the best pop songs of all yes, time. Top six. What movie is this in? Train spotted.
1: Okay. He must have. So I. He must have sold stuff earlier than other people, right? Like, because I never listened to this album all the way through. But and you know, Walking the Wild Side for me, I know from Tribe. But uh, this one, wow, uh, awesome. Walking the Wild Side and Satellite of Love, I've heard so many times in my life. They must have been all over pop culture. And uh, but I never heard the album until we listened to it for this. And I think here's one thing
0: you need to keep in mind too. This is 1972. This is an early, early album. And I think it's the 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 way he's singing, the the production of it and the themes he's singing about, it's a wild album for 72. And I couldn't figure out what it is about this album that appealed to me so much. And I think it might be that I think Lou Reed for most of this album is being sarcastic. I think this is a sarcastic album. If you listen to that first song, Vicious, he sounds like he's just like he's being sarcastic about being vicious, even perfect day perfect day sarcastic right yeah they think this song is about uh, yeah heroin they think this is about how what it's like to do heroin and he's saying it's a perfect day and and by the way i mean i mean if it's not about and he claims it's not about heroin he said no no i wrote it it's not but listen to this ending what does this mean he's talking
2: about the perfect day hasn't he once also claimed before though that another song wasn't about drugs when it clearly was i think that's kind of a bit of his right yeah i think you're right yeah, I think so. piano is, the piano is awesome so, oh, yeah. so Aaron David I was going to ask you so I love this song too I'm, I'm right with Rob, Matt said the piano's awesome if, if you had like an all time singer on this would this be an all time like top 10 song ever
0: yes if David Bowie covered that everybody would know that song
1: I think, I
3: think so I think you need, think you need think the right so. artist though
1: right but, but it also like I mean, yeah, you need the right artist. Matt's totally right. It would have to be the right voice.
2: But something about Lou Reed's voice really works. I don't know if it works mm-hmm. as well in someone else's hands. It, 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 maybe the contrast <laughs> is what really makes it stand out, right? Is yeah. The, yeah. The, it, there is something about a guy with these. Because here's, 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 when he says, you
0: just
1: keep me hanging on, like you can hear how yeah. hard he's hanging on. Yeah. And like someone else wouldn't be able to do it with that same affect.
0: Now, here's one issue I have with his voice, Russell. OK, what do you call the drink? And I, and I hate to bring up wine again. OK, Russell, what do you call wine when it's mixed? Rhubar together?
2: Blueberry tonight, guys.
0: <laughs> Made in a bathtub somewhere in northern Minnesota. What oh, Russell? No, I'm not enjoying it anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes that sponsorship. Um, here's the deal. How do you say, when you mix that with like juice and 7-Up or whatever it is, what do you call that drink that's famous in Spain? Sangria? Sangria. I say sangria too, okay? I want to see if that was crazy because listen to how Lou Reed pronounces sangria in the the opening line of this song. Perfect day, drink sangria in what sangria sangria and then
3: later is this just because sounds nobody like knew about when sangria
0: when in 1972 except for cool new york hipsters like lou reed and yeah, so it sounds like oh, he's trying
3: part. to uh rhyme like uh marlon wayans with <laughs> something like that, you know some other thing you know, you know what know. then i got
0: to give it up for him because sometimes rhyme rhyme does not tell you what rhymes with sangria <laughs> yeah <laughs> I gotta admit finding rhymes for things is hard Unless that word is figs And again stay tuned to next week And you'll see what I'm talking about <laughs> Lots of things rhyme with figs it turns out um, but I love that I thought that song was so great I, I mean guys here's what I want you to do I want you to fly out to me New York okay We go stop at the halal cart for Aaron Okay Yes We get the, all the white sauce that he wants or whatever Yes We go to Central Park White sauce too And we all walk through Central Park And we all listen to this song together
3: Guys, it's the perfect day. We, we should ride one of those horses, horses if we're riding around in one of those horse carriage no, no, you
1: don't do that, <laughs> yeah, that's canceled Are we doing two sets of headphones and we each like two, We pair off two by two sharing headphones or do no, we I do play what I always on a
0: boombox? Yeah, I always do what I do in New York I have a huge Bluetooth speaker and I turn it at full volume <laughs> and I walk around and people love it because they're always yelling at me I love that, I love that, I can't hear what they're yelling but I assume it's that they love it
2: Hanging around
0: I'm not going to lie. I think I've been
2: hanging around this, this town, town on the on corner. The corner. <laughs> I've been hanging, hanging around. around this old town too long. I've been hanging around, around this, this town, town, town on, on the, the corner.
0: corner. I pulled this song and I didn't pull Hanging Around by the Country Pros. Oh, around. <laughs> crazy to me. It's so
1: way down, way, for way way too. too long. Long.
0: Hanging around this podcast has officially broken my brain because when I heard this song, do you know the one word I heard? What's so, that? See if you can pick it out.
1: Song. This sounds like, I mean, this is like Suffragette City.
2: This just fucking rocks. It's just like, let's play a rocker. There's a piano that kicks in. It feels like Jerry Lee Lewis or something oh, like yeah. that. The piano in uh-huh. this is yeah, just yeah. badass.
0: This is a song about kind of hanging around uh, Andy Warhol and all the cast of characters that would uh, be down there. And he's kind of describing it. And in fact, a lot of this album, including Walk on the Wild Side, the next song, is about meeting those people. Do you think part of this is that in 1972, everybody's heard about Andy Warhol, they've seen the work. They've heard how kind of cool he is. And then this album is kind of a peek into what's
3: going on with that. I don't, Have we talked about the, it was like a four-part Andy Warhol series on Netflix. That was kind of a... I
2: think you briefly mentioned it once, Matt. And
3: I don't know if I finished it, but it was very interesting. I mean, do you know, this whole like, it feels like Andy Warhol is like before us, right? Like we don't, unless you're really into the, the artsy scene, you don't really, I don't really know who Andy Warhol is other than like the surface of it. Right. and so it's it's very interesting to go and kind of see that whole scene and you know andy struggles and how he's in and out and he's really kind of a big nerd and now everybody's kind of putting him on this pedestal but then he's coming down and coming back in and all this stuff so it's
2: very interesting four or six part series to go to I'm telling this you. This inspired the Metallica song on, on Master of Puppets, didn't it? Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. It. Yeah, you, you, you mentioned that.
0: God,
2: this, I love David Bowie. This podcast,
0: I, I'm i telling you guys, this is like a major change in my life, and not just because I'm getting way less sleep than before.
2: I've said this before. <laughs> you're right. You're spot on with where I'm at, Rob. I, I've said this before. The One of the favorite things I've had about this experience is being exposed to David Bowie's music, and it's been fantastic, and then to hear the polish that he puts on this, it, it really made it enjoyable. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the less sleep thing. <laughs>
3: that's what...
0: <laughs> well, I think that's what's causing all my splooting. I'm not sure. It's either that or too much water something. Walk on the wild side... No, interesting thing about this this is the only song
2: it. I'd heard of on this album before yep. and I, I it liked it and enjoyed it but it wasn't my favorite USA. song on the album so there were other ones that actually yeah. bypassed it and for me I'm the guy who likes the commercial hits the stuff was he was you've a she she heard a he thousand baby. times and take take I think a it's a, a great side. album
0: again we're describing that Andy well we have David Bowie on guitar and then at the end of the song right it's a pretty famous fade out do you guys remember how the song fades out no,
1: saxophone,
4: saxophone yeah. yeah.
0: This. Oh, yeah. This. Dude,
4: dude.
0: This saxophone solo is played by Ronnie Ross. And guess who he taught to play saxophone as a child? David Bowie. That was David Bowie's saxophone teacher coming in and playing a song wow, on a Lou album. Cool. We've talked about David Bowie's saxophone playing. Guys, it's all coming
2: together, man. Should we see if we can get my middle school teacher, Mr. Mendenhall or whatever, to come (laughs) in and talk about how he taught me to play the
1: sax? Mr. Poppin. That'd be awesome. And Mr. Page,
3: my
0: elementary school.
3: Who was was your boner teacher, Rosie? We should get your boner teacher. Yeah, that was Mr. Poppin was
2: was the boner teacher, yeah. What's the boner teacher? You put the the bone, bone bury the bone anywhere, Russell.
3: That bury the bone. That was this episode,
0: believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about Aaron wearing a shirt called "Bury the Bone," and we have not brought it up again. Bury the bone (laughs) somewhere. somewhere.
3: I wish, I wish we could somehow, and I wish I was a quick enough reader and didn't fall asleep after like five pages of reading a book every night. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because this this song was inspired by a book called "A Walk in the Wild Side." by something called Nelson Algren or something like that. And it would be awesome to like, be able to like read these books that all these people are, you know, Pearl Jam's got a bunch of them. It's all these like 19th century Russian, uh, you know, poets that some of these albums are, it'd be great to kind of go back and just try to Actually understand what all these people are reading. But right. you know, I just, it's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. You've hit Russell's idea what do you want to cover in your life?
0: Maybe that's it. Maybe the kids grow up and hey, what are you doing nowadays? Well, I'm reading all these Russian poets that have inspired, the Pearl books Jam. That inspired Pearl Jam and Lou Reed. I like it. I didn't, I did not know this was inspired by a book. This Russian poet, which Russian poet did it better. I can write a theme song. Great <laughs> man. If you really need it. I know some good rhymes. I want to bring up right now. Cause this blew my mind. There was a fame, not a famous. There is a R and B song based on walk on the wild side. Yeah. Called R and B song. Called, I think it's just Wild Side, one word. It's by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Listen, oh, awesome. I know. This song. Yeah, I
1: had this on cassette. Are you serious? I have never heard it's a, a second Marky Mark song. No, this is the a, first time I've ever heard. Cause, that's because you didn't buy the cassette. Which also has. <laughs> it's about time I funk you, baby. <laughs> what does it have? It's about time I funk you. Oh, oh, no. It's about time I funk you, baby. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty a... much just covered Walking the Wild Side." Oh, um, yeah. That, I that's play it, first... Sorry, I, I it. play it again. Sorry, I sang over. Play it again. Because what are they? What are they doing for drums? Russell,
0: you're a normal person. Have you ever heard this song before?
2: love <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if I read it. It doesn't shock me. It doesn't shock me. I figured this is too too famous of a hook for it not to be covered or not to be sampled. Right? The shocking
0: thing about this song is that Marky Marquette and Funky Bunch had a second song. I did not know that I did not. I did not know they didn't just have good vibrations.
1: Is the, uh, is the Marky is the Marky Mark version before or after. Can I kick it? Because the thing, the reason I don't like walk on the wild side anymore is because can I kick it ruined it for me? Cause if you don't hear that, that brrrm, and then the drums drop, it's just not the same. Like once tribe sampled it, it was like, that's all I want to hear. Can I kick it is
0: from 1990. Wild Side Marky Mark is from 91. Uh,
3: This says says that this song, Wild Side with Marky Mark, hit number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 8 on the Billboard Hot Rap Singles chart. (sighs) That's that's impossible. Can you check if Marky (laughs) Mark and the Funky Bunch is on
0: the Rolling Stone Top 500 list of all time? 109,
2: 110, 111.
1: I can't believe I'm the only one who owned the Marky Mark
2: cassette tape. God. Uh, I was too busy with snow in former. I was licking that booby. What is it? Licky Licky, boob (laughs) now?
0: I just had a bunch of the Maybe Giants makeup. I love. I like this song too. It was a little
2: weird. We know why everyone loves this. It's got the tuba. Tuba. I almost legit came up with the new tuba list because the tuba is so good on this. So nice. And, and what's wild?
0: 1972. Here is Lou Reed writing a song about drag queen getting ready, and then, and then, not even hiding what it's about. I mean, listen to this. This is so obvious. It's wild.
2: Out of: our Rob just, just tried to play a tuba like a trumpet. He's holding it. He's not. He's out holding it like a trumpet. So <laughs> how you play a tuba, Rob? I was, was splooting it.
0: Yeah, where the first: out. Is this the first album we've had where they explicitly talk about getting what Aaron calls sloppy toppy?
2: I don't. I don't know. Something was (laughs) happening in one of those Jay-Z or Beyonce albums in the kitchen that I was pretty intrigued by.
1: Oh yeah, Beyonce is there's plenty of sloppy toppy and Beyonce. I forgot about
2: surfboarding. I mean what am I thinking guys? We literally did.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Beyonce is all in your mouth like liquor, yeah. Drive roll at the partition, please. You want to see yes, all, all again. <laughs> I, those are burned into my brain, man. Somehow
0: I forgot <laughs> that we literally did an album that had this song on it.
1: And <laughs> I'm wondering if this is
0: our first sloppy toppy <laughs> <laughs> reference.
4: Thanks to killing.
0: Oh, or as Aaron calls it good dome.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: Aaron, come on, classy. Ready Let's to class die does not have bit.
1: the lyric of the heads right Biggie there every night. That's from life
0: after death let's get back and talk about the album transformer
1: <laughs>
0: all right <laughs> it's a good bit when we're falling off here um satellite of love
2: More been right told that you've been oh wrong. what is that speaking of the recorder oh, oh. oh sorry rob rob you mentioned earlier the recorder that's mick ronson playing the recorder right i think he played the piano Mark on this and one and i know it's been a while guys and i've been gone i've been busy and rob and aaron you've In been picking way. up the list but today i thought we could do another list i could come back with a list and i thought we could celebrate the greatest songs ever featuring the Shit.
0: recorder
1: yes. yes i love that idea let this play real quick and i'm gonna
0: edit this so it's during when russ said it so it sounds like i know what i'm doing I gotta admit, Russell, earlier when you said got mad at me about talking about the recorder, I assumed we had a bit in the past about you sucking playing the recorder and I just smiled and acted like I knew what was going on. And I <laughs> no, I was
2: worried you were stepping on my list earlier on, Rob, but the interesting thing, so the the first recorders dated back to the Middle Ages oh my God. and then they became popular during the Renaissance and Baroque periods. The Baroque periods, right, Rob?
0: <laughs> hey, if it's, and so, if it's not Baroque... It, the,
2: don't recorder no. me fixing it. And so the interesting thing is they were actually reserved for royal courts and they were a hobby for kings and queens. And then they became more popular and then they started being used with Vivaldi, Bach and some other composers. You're telling me but Bach
0: used a recorder? Composed music point?
2: for recorders.
0: Yes. I can I just, Can I just tell you this right now, Russell? I have been to a recorder concert. Oh. I have been to a place it where there was it
2: Aaron's kids concert when you flew <laughs> up to California or not.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Hey, can you record this on your phone? And then I had an app where I was like, "Doo doo 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 doo," And I was like, Oh, I'm screwed up. I, I was playing recorder.
3: <laughs> so anyways, so by, are we going to step on your touchdown when we say, so when it comes to recorder music, oh, who does it better? Uh, kind of, but not really. <laughs> how, about, how about, this? i let me retry that joke.
0: Okay. Yeah. Aaron was telling me earlier (laughs) that he's been recording his wife sleeping at night. And I was like, well, that's weird. And it turns out he's just playing the recorder while
2: she sleeps. Well, speaking of playing the recorder while someone (laughs) sleeps, it's interesting that the thing that makes the recorder work is something called a labium. A labium is a hard-edged ramp that is cut into the body of the recorder just after the mouthpiece. This- when a player blows down the mouthpiece, mm-hmm. their breath hits the labium, <laughs> yep. and the air begins to oscillate and resonate and whistle. We've all thought about oh, it. But- I'm just going to say that we've all thought about it.
0: So that's I how mean, the, the recorder word, works. Just the word blowjob. When I was younger, that thing screwed me up. Like I was like, I don't want that. <laughs> I mean, my labium, forget about it. Do not blow through your mouthpiece into my labium. Don't need
2: it. The pitch of this whistle can be changed by altering the length of the column of the air in the recorder, (laughs) which you do by covering and uncovering the little holes in the recorder body with your fingers and thumb. Now that I've done. But what I thought was really interesting was uh, that the recorder was used by by the royals back in the day, and we actually had a big thing happen with the royals. When we're recording tonight, the Queen Elizabeth passed away today while we we're recording. So yeah. a couple of weeks from now, when people are listening, uh King Charles was crowned as the new king. Right. And so what I thought we could do is celebrate the best recorder songs ever, but they're all going to feature British bands. How about oh, that? That's wow.
0: Great. Yeah, that is a, a, impressive. Th- I, I got to say, Russell. The fact that you have left this open for more recorder lists in the future makes me so happy. Brilliant. I mean. The
2: Brilliant. first song on the list is from 1967. This is Ruby Tuesday by the Rolling oh, Stones. Oh, good song.
4: The sun is you
2: hear that recorder oh, back I
1: there?
3: Never, I never thought about that being a recorder. It's kind of advanced oh, technique, right? Just a flute, right? Yeah, recorder. Ah, that's nice.
0: First of all, I think for this list, Russell, can you do me a big favor? Anytime you're talking about these people playing the recorder, can you call them blokes? Is that possible?
2: (laughs) So for this one, Brian Jones was the bloke playing the recorder. Yes, thank you. And I think if Matt Matt knows much more about the Stones than I do, but I think Brian Jones brought a lot of musicality to the Stones, right? He played, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, the sitar that was the bloke playing the sitar on Paint It Black. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
3: He, he was very artsy-fartsy compared mm-hmm. to the other guys. And when he when he ended up passing away, they got much more into the blues and kind of just straight-up mainstream rock and roll once he was out. I just want to pause this podcast
0: and just say, you guys are so fucking smart. This podcast sounds like a real music podcast right now. I don't care that we've been talking about sitting on toilets backwards or splooting and <laughs> mouthpieces
2: and lead rooms or whatever. I'd love it. Good job. This Is it okay if I unplug all my cords and go try that out while we're recording or not? <laughs> here i got this let me let me see something real quick (laughs) does this feel good on my labia (laughs) that's not a tin whistle right because there are multiple recorders and actually one one band that didn't make the list because we've talked about them before is what's the famous led zeppelin song Um, (laughs) Uh stairway to heaven stairway to heaven Heaven has a recorder on it it actually has three recorders i think there's like a tenor recorder a regular recorder, and a bass recorder that uh, is John Paul Jones. Is that the... the, Yes. That's the bloke. (laughs) That's the bloke (laughs) who played... He he played three recorders on the recording
0: okay. of that song. So listen, I think you might have pulled an error in here. You are doing a yeah. list about British blokes who played the recorder. <laughs> Led
2: Zeppelin has three recorders. We've already talked about that song. And you're don't not repeat covering stuff that on this podcast. Oh my God, that's crazy <laughs> to me. But one interesting, thing, one interesting thing about the Rolling Stones is that we can't just say they're a British band and not bring it back to the Queen. So Mick Jagger was actually selected to receive one of these awards you know not not being knighted but one of the you know royal whatever awards and so he was set to get this and there was kind of some controversy because Keith Richards thought this is bullshit we shouldn't like a band like us shouldn't be taking like some award from the establishment from the queen and it turns out the queen was also disappointed that he was selected and she wow. said he was not suitable for this because he had called her a chief witch and so <laughs> she actually missed his ceremony supposedly because she was getting surgery. So Jagger was knighted or whatever, and she missed it. What do you think of that? Guess which one's still alive.
1: Hmm. Who won there?
0: Can you imagine (laughs) if you would have said who's going to live longer, the queen or Mick Jagger? (laughs) You would win so much money, or Keith Richards. About, you know, <laughs> even more than Nick. God, that's
3: crazy. Keith Richards is still alive. Oh,
0: imagine being the Queen and dying right before the first football game of the season. <laughs> a bummer.
2: You what, get your fantasy outside. team all.
0: Get your fantasy yeah, all your team all set up <laughs>
2: within like a night. <laughs>
0: Crown run the jewels or whatever team name was.
2: Can't do it. <laughs> second song on the list. This is the Beatles, nineteen sixty-seven. On the second magic song l- on the list magical mystery <laughs> tour this is the fool on the hill check this one could out i amazing. love this song i wore this cd out
1: i could maybe whistle this entire
2: recorder solo do it aaron let's hear it And i think there oh, might man, be a tin whistle in on this there's a recorder and a tin whistle i believe oh. but we always talk about sir paul and his haircut so Hello. he was knighted in 1997 and he's also been named a companion of honor and that is only one of two musicians to ever receive that. It was him and Elton John and Elton John was granted the, this companion of honor by now the King Charles who honored him with this in 2021. Wow.
0: Fantastic.
1: <laughs> this
0: it's all coming. <laughs> from, it's all coming. <laughs> full this list we are the, broken we are a my
1: royal brain. podcast. Here. I did not know we are going <laughs> to be a royal podcast tonight. I'm going to try not to say anything incendiary about the royal family and colonialism and yeah. You gotta blame
0: the UK government things. as well. You gotta blame the government as well.
2: You're right. I'm into I'm into that, yeah. <laughs> Alright, this next song is from 1973. I've never heard of this artist before. Her name is Lindsay DePaul. The song is called Ivory Tower. Check it out. Oh, I don't
0: know this one. Ooh, soulful. Oh, so sweet. Now, is there a chance that this is fear Master of the Pan Flute? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Does this Did you sound buy like that? <laughs> She actually so has a like song always, called Sugar Me. Sugar, I don't know if yes. you guys have heard of Sugar Me before, but it actually, that song the year before, made her the first British female artist to have a number one self-written hit. The first female artist to have a number one self-written hit was this artist, Lindsay DePaul. What about Dusty Springfield? I don't know. Well, I think UK. She didn't write it. UK she hit
1: she
0: didn't write her oh. stuff. Yeah. There you go. So who do you know who played the recorder on that? Russell, was it a bloke or was it a bird?
2: I don't know if it was Lindsay or if it was a bloke,
0: okay.
2: but an interesting thing. So in 1976, she goes to this charity dinner that's hosted by Prince Charles. Mm-hmm. So later in the night, Prince Charles becomes yes. very enchanted with this Lindsay DePaul. Mm-hmm. And in the book called Settling Down, a royal editor wrote, Fellow guests that night sat in trance as the bloke, Prince Charles, grew more and more friendly <laughs> towards Lindsay, mm-hmm. clearly bowled over by her diminutive singer's looks and bubbly personality. So now the king, King Charles, was once into this Lindsay DePaul, who had a great song featuring a recorder. Do you think so there's a good, chance? Russell. Oh my and God. I
0: and I hate I hate to say this on the podcast. It just it brings me no joy to report this. Do you think there's a chance that King Charles said that he wanted to be her tampon? Do you think that's possible?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I knew there was no way. I mean, it can't way. be zero, right? No and way we not, were going to get through this list. You think that's that just that the line no, he had? No way we were going to get through this list without that
0: reference. He worked when he was in like boarding school and he's like, dang, this ladies Gosh. love this line. You know how ladies love cool James? Ladies love the tampon line.
2: <laughs> that Next will not song be a running joke by in this another, podcast. By another British bloke. This was from 1979. This is Alan Parsons. He did the song. Remember the Bulls opening? He also did this song called Winding Me Up. Check out the recorder on Winded this song.
0: Are you going to go into how much Parsons is connected to all these people? We've talked about Alan Parsons a million times. Help, we have. He was with yeah. them in Nice. He got too drunk and got kicked out of the Rolling Stones recording. He was, great. He was hanging recorded <laughs> yeah. on Sticky Fingers. In 2021,
2: he also received the Order of the British Empire Award, the second highest ranking order in the British Empire.
0: Wow. And to think that he was almost just a person, but his name is not quite spelled that way. So he's Alan Parson. I mean, (laughs) it's quite the story.
2: Last song on the list. We're going to go back to, I think, one of the reasons why there's recorder on this album we're talking about is Mick Ronson and David Bowie. But David Bowie on the album... The Man Who Sold the World, also had a song called All the Mad Men. Check out the recorder on this one.
1: What is he a two-recorders playing together there? Is it one guy playing two recorders like this sideways? I, don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love what you're doing with your fingers.
1: Rosson,
2: Rowan Kirk would play with you. So Bowie actually refused to be knighted by the Queen. He said that's not what he was in music for. David Bowie said, I'm not taking the honor of being knighted by the Queen. What do you guys think about that? Wow. Would you guys Baller. have turned down the knighting or would you have taken it?
1: Turn it down. Fuck em.
0: Yeah. I would say, I mean, it's the difference between night and day.
3: <laughs> probably, you know, it probably depends <laughs> on what, what are the uh, benefits of being knighted. I mean, like, you know, there's, you got the title, but like, do you get into all Man City, uh United game or man, Manchester well, United sure game. I
0: just want you to picture so. this. Your email signature says, sir, that's all you need right there. You know what I mean? Like, please give us back our online store signed
2: sir. Rob like that. <laughs> that would get it done. <laughs> How confusing would that be for Aaron? Cause he wouldn't know if they had to call him by the full name or if he could call him by the short name.
0: <laughs> right. When do I, when do I add sir? When do I not Russell? What, what album, what David Bowie album was that on?
2: I think it's The Man Who Sold the World. Isn't that correct? I'm sorry. It's The What That Sold the World? The Bloke Who Sold Dang. the World. <laughs> and that song was called What? All the Bloke Men.
0: <laughs> no, it's All the Mad Bloke. Why would you the bloke it for mad?
2: <laughs> oh. All the mad blokes?
1: <laughs> all the bloke. <laughs>
2: was we're we're prepared gonna, for this, we're never this is the dumbest make a turn podcast we've episode. ever done <laughs> so that's the list of the greatest wow. british artists fantastic. that used recorders in their music fantastic <laughs> russell was
4: another
0: that I cannot wait when we russell. cover it. you know russell you're <laughs> asking He's what do we want to cover every one of oh yeah i want to cover every country and their best recorder songs for
3: the well, each at least artist.
2: all 7 continents there right? are yeah, I mean, we'll actually go. aren't that many other recorder songs that could have made it the one that didn't quite make it was dido thank you but it was very faint and hard to hear. Oh, Remember, thank that's you. That's a
0: great song. I mean, Russell, she
2: probably played too long and didn't get a breath, you know? And you know what, guys? Faint. I know the list is over and I've, I haven't been doing the list for a while. You know what else we haven't been doing in a while? is honoring Beck. It turns out this song, Satellite of Love, great song. Beck actually performed this in, at the 2015 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction for Lou Reed. Check out Beck's Ooh. performance of this song
4: satellite of
2: love right sounds
0: great faithful to the original it literally sounds better to
2: me better (laughs) so when it comes to satellite of love and performing this to honor lou reed at the hall of fame who did it better Beck did it better but when it came to but when it comes to using
3: the uh recorder as part of your music who did it better
2: the bloke did it better because Bach. when I no, no, no. learned, I don't think they record. So I watched this video very closely so I could t- cut a song off my list, mm-hmm. but the, you couldn't hear the recorder when that bloke Beck was playing it. And the guy who was playing in the back when he got done, he looked at it like it wasn't working. <laughs> he must oh. not have known how to blow into the labium he, correctly. The, he, you know what? I had that problem. Confident. For a long time,
0: I blow the alphabet in now, and that seems to work really well. Now, you were talking earlier about that bloke Beck. Yes. You know what uh, bloke Beck said to me? What? He said, I can't quit you. i
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, come eat my ass.
0: Because he actually said, I'm going to eat your ass. And I said, wow, Beck really does do it good And don't sue us for saying that.
2: I, I said, I can't quit you. And you also can't use my logo for your t shirt
0: yeah. store. A, okay, here's a shirt. It's me standing there and Beck eating my <laughs> and me saying, I can't quit you. And then it says, Beck
3: did it better. Just, just mock up a few uh, samples
2: <laughs> for us. Yeah, would just you? a couple of just. Uh, did you write these notes down in the notebook or not? The one notebook you got while we were on sale? <laughs>
0: What's going to happen with this next episode? Seriously. What's going to happen? We're going to fall apart.
1: We still have like six songs left on this album.
0: I'm so free. Yeah, cool. I know, I know what's going to happen on the next
2: song. We're going to start singing yes Hootie. I up, gonna rock you, baby, like a wagon wheel. Yeah. I, do what I, want I like
0: his I voice on I'm So free, free here. It works. It only to <laughs> me. That's got to be Bowie and Ronson in the back, right? That's such Must a if
1: they were the If they were the, the such girls, too, yeah. yeah.
0: God, what would you give to be there for the recording with those guys working together? Awesome. Okay, Russell, can you rock me gently like a wagon wheel? Rock me. Oh, I don't know this one.
2: Can I do it in a Macho Man voice? Uh. Uh, let me think about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I can't just do it. I, I, I need to be in the moment. Ooh, I can't do a Macho yeah, Man yeah, Rock I'm me the... gently like a wagon
0: wheel, which is also like the wheel I'm going to turn to the left. Yeah, left. <laughs>
2: rock me gently like a wagon wheel. Oh, Hogan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is true that when you live in new york you often hear people talking on the cell phones and they're having the most insane conversations that you've ever heard in your entire life
1: <laughs> and this was and this was before cell phones right and he's like yeah. he's he's yeah pre the new york cell phone therapy yeah and then
0: my husband has a podcast where he talks about how bad i am at buying on <laughs> stuff online and then compares his toothbrush to a vibrator New York Telephone Conversation (laughs) This song is insane
2: Yeah What do you guys enjoy more This Lou Reed album or the Underground album Oh Lou Reed by Maya And it's because of David Bowie Matt how about you This one for sure How about you Russell Oh this one for sure
0: If you said hey listen to this album And then somebody put it on random and they heard this song first They would think you're the most insane person in the world It's like the bugs of
1: vitality.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like a show tune. Like, he decided to put on, like, a little cabaret show tune, like, near the end of the album just to see who's listening.
0: So, guys, this is the final track on Transformer. And let's listen real quick. This is Goodnight, Ladies.
4: How all night long.
0: About Lou unsuccessfully bringing women back from the bar And it didn't make me think about anybody It did not make me think about a single person on this podcast (laughs) Didn't do it
4: I like the clarinet here,
1: yeah Is he covering the guys in Music Man? Like, is 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 he sort of cribbing from that? From what? The barbershop quartet, a music man that does good night, ladies, good night, ladies, good night, ladies, we're going to leave you now. That was Aaron's second left field Isn't that what he's oh, about? yeah.
2: All I know is in, he had a lyric about sucking your lemon peel dry. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> the last time we talked about the, the, sucking the lemon was the radio head. My God, we oh. have talked about Sloppy toppies so much on this podcast. It's insane.
1: Get into the race. That's surprising. Oh, I, I it's time. Let's see, four dudes. <laughs> what are we eventually <laughs> talk about?
0: Hey, have you guys talked more about that or sitting backwards on a toilet? <laughs> it's <Waiting. including laughs> down your toilet paper.
1: So pretty close. <laughs> it's
0: a toss-up, actually. <laughs> Listen, okay? This album is at one oh nine on the list. Aaron, we are slowly moving up the list. We are at one. 1- nine it's asking you. You know, do you want to take a walk? Are we going down the list or up the list? Well, here's the thing. You think to yourself, maybe a podcast wants to get to the good albums at the end and kind of build to it. No, okay. Maybe you should do a podcast where all the good albums you actually didn't have know what you were doing with a podcast. You didn't know funny things to bring up like splooting or recorders. <laughs> or that Paul McCarty impression I did earlier that nobody commented on. So it must've been okay because you guys have been really hard on my impressions lately. I'll, I'll boost it in the uh, in the I thought mix. that was Ringo.
1: <laughs> it's a good bit. It's a good bit.
0: <laughs> Fuck off. You don't know it. Uh, here's the deal. This is at 109. Does this album belong to be at 109? That would mean it's rolling well toned. Okay. Does this album, it's got David Bowie, McRonson, Okay, which I think I've called them Mick and Mark interchangeably. Don't worry about that. Okay. The blokes love that stuff when I do it. <laughs> this, if you think Call it's better Tom than 110, Franchette. we should have heard this earlier. Okay. That Freeman would be. A, that, you know, and that's fine because I take criticism <laughs> well. I don't, these little criticizing things, that doesn't bother me. So it's no big deal. <laughs> Thank God you're not posting this to Facebook. <laughs> um, that would be, if it was better than you think, that would be a rolling. Boned. It should have been higher up on the list. It, it, it's too, it's way too far back. This is there's so many good songs. Or is this album not quite up to par? Okay. It's a rolling groan. It's not as good as
2: it should be. Uh,
0: what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling boned, and roll or rolling groan. What do you think, Russell?
2: I'm really torn on this one. I came into this one convinced I was gonna hate this. I did not enjoy the Velvet Underground. And the first time I listened to this, I listened to this in a car with not great headphones, and I didn't quite hear all the music. And listening to it again with headphones gave me a whole different experience with it. Again, I wanted to hate this, I wanted to dislike it, and I ended up really enjoying this. I'm I'm torn because I don't think Lou Reed is a good singer. And so it's like he's unique and he's one of a kind, but I, I didn't think he was a great singer. And I wonder what this would be like if you had a really talented singer singing along with it, but Aaron mentioned this earlier and I'm kind of coming around on it. I think that part of the contrast is what Mm -hmm. makes this special. Right. And so for me, I really enjoyed it way more than I thought it was. I'm going to say it's rolling bone. I think it should maybe be higher on the list. This I think is
0: up there for me with Lucinda Williams and Hole as albums that I thought I was not going to enjoy. And I turned out to love it. I mean, this is a total turnaround, but I don't want to spoil my rating system. Okay. It may surprise you, Aaron. What do you think? Rolling well tone, rolling bone, or
1: Rolling Grown. (sighs) Yeah, Russell called this one special, and I I agree. I didn't know the album, but um, I put it on a bunch this week. The whole family liked it. And, uh, yeah, at first you're sort of like, well, what's up with Lou Reed's voice? And then it it grows on you, and there's some really great tunes on here and some great lyrics. Um, So I'm also going to say it's Rolling Bone. It should have been higher on the list.
0: And I will say this, and I know nobody's asked me to say what I'm going to say when I say I will say this. This is not, I I hate to inform you, this is not a college dorm room vibe album, okay? Mm -hmm. You you might think it is. You might think, oh, you put this on in your dorm room, you get a good vibe. I mean, college school's just starting up. How do you look cool? Okay, well, we're the four guys to ask, of course. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, what a perfect day.
1: (laughs) Keep me hanging on. The reason
0: is if somebody comes into your room and you're playing this song,
1: I was sleeping
2: gently, yeah. You will never recover from that. Then you're a weird music guy for the next four years, you're right? Your this weird music guy even. You can't, you can't pick the strangest song off the album, though, right? That's not really fair. Hey, that's a vibe check. That's that's the way it works. Okay. That's true. That's a vibe check. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the vibe check could come at any time. It's like it's like at school, remember when they were looking for toasters? You never knew when they were gonna come find a toaster in your room or a microwave. That's what it was. You couldn't have a microwave. So people would just put signs on their microwave saying not a microwave. And it would work because nobody cared. Is that true, Russell? Did you look for... You were an RA. Did you look for microwaves?
2: No. What? No. no. Did you oh, you no, couldn't no. have microwaves, right? Oh, hell no. Right? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. We were. Aaron and I were JCs. It was like an RA. And there was someone in our dorm that was boozing. And it actually was one of our fellow JCs. And one of the other JCs came to me and said, you have to go bust those people. And I said, that's not going to happen. I am not busting <laughs> anyone. Anyway. Do you think it's that's possible... Lovely.
0: That, that's where aaron's hatred of microwaves came from is back in his jc days he, he was enforcing no microwaves and he's just continued yeah. that and it's like the, it's, it's
1: like the war on drugs drugs won. The <laughs> war on microwaves microwaves one
0: yeah it's true they always they always come around now listen that was not worth the detour that i took for that okay matt rolling rolling well-toned rolling bone or rolling groan. and feel free to stretch this out we got to fill a little time
3: <laughs> we do. Uh, well, like <laughs> BB and CC, why known? I think this <sighs> list is rolling groaned. Does that rhyme? CC. Yeah, I and, like it. Yeah, that was nice. I, that I, was nice. I tried to. I tried to. got to put a beat under that. They're you know, not your favorite gospel yeah, group. You got bars. I got bars. Uh, look, I think this is a D- David Bowie side project mm-hmm. that has mm-hmm. Lou Good Reed point. as the. Uh, little carrot that's dangling in front of it, right? Great album to listen to. But to say that this is better than, let me pull up my list here, you know, like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John. Coming up. uh, uh, You know, Moondance by Van Morrison. Another good one. You know, there's some other, Janet Jackson's Control. I mean, there's all of these other albums that Paul's boutique by beastie boys mm-hmm. and about 10 Oof. Um, a night at the opera. I mean, there's so many 1999 by print. There's so many different things. Like I just, I don't see how this is like an influential album mm. or anything like that. That would be in the top 109 of all time. I think it's just a, it's a great Bowie side project that uh, we'll definitely listen to again, at least a few of the songs, but I think it's rolling grown should be lower on the list. Great point. Geez. Great points.
0: You know, ironically, guys, I think I forgot to start my recorder for this podcast. Oh, well, no big deal. Just kidding. I am recording. Russell looks really stressed. Sorry, Russell. You just got to
2: blow on that labial oh, and it'll start going again. I've been, I've been trying, but I'm not flexible enough.
0: Um, so here's the deal. And don't make me do a Marilyn Manson take out a rib joke. I'm going to edit that out. No. Edit it out. I will. Listen, the answer is you guys were incorrect, unfortunately.
1: Damn it. Okay. What? Again? 109 times in This a
0: gets a... This gets a rolling, and for sure it's Mark Ronson. Okay. Ronson? <laughs> yes. Mark Ronson was the bloke who made this album. He made the sound. He I know it's a David Bowie project. And I think that's a great take by Matt, but you hear so much of that spiders of Mars influence well, could, on it this. It
3: could be a Mark Ronson project, you know, side project. So uh, I, hey, I, I agree with you.
0: Mm, guess what? Now Matt and Iron Love. It's great. Are we, we sure
3: it's not, are we sure it's not
1: Mick? Is it Mark?
0: or luke or john monday wednesday tuesday bringing it
2: all around here we go next i think we, I think we have an usher Rabin issue on the hand right i love criticism doesn't bother me
0: I do so much damn work for this podcast nobody respects my accents my voices oh you're Macho Man voice isn't good. It actually is good. A lot of people have emailed in saying I love the Macho Man dying on the street bit. It's already like, and, and, and No, it's
2: not, Rob.
0: Ro- Rosie, I can confirm that it is Mick Ronson. Okay. Is <laughs>
2: Sorry, Rob.
1: Sorry, I don't mean to be a sticker for the details. Okay. I just...
0: Edit
2: point. It's a rolling Mick Ronson. I, I feel like Mark Ronson was the guy who hosted that show Double Deer on Nickelodeon or something like that. <laughs> That's Mark Summers. You're thinking Let's look of...
3: up the most famous Mark Ronson. No, it's you're thinking cool. of
0: the guy who did Ronson. the guy who did Uptown funk.
1: Hey, isn't that Mark Renson?
0: Yeah. 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 British bloke. DJ. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Next week. Okay. We, next week? Next week.
1: Oh, see you guys in a week.
0: Yep. Definitely. Well, hey. Thank God. Happen. I can go to bed early. See, see you tomorrow. tomorrow week. Wait, no. See you tomorrow for Russell. I think we just crossed over. Oh next week. We're, this is going to be a late night. <laughs> we have. Next week, we have what Aaron sees when he goes. sees a WNBA game in Los Angeles, but he just focuses on one team. What's that? It's Court and Spark by Joni Mitchell.
2: Court and Sparked? Yeah. By Joni. Yeah, it's that's like the, when sorry by to Lisa you're Leslie, is just one spark. God damn it. That's a better joke. Fuck.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should know a more current one spark one player, but that's what I got. And then they get off track.
2: I've got the perfect right.
1: podcast. I got
0: for I have never better. waited for a Joke more than this one. This I'm.
2: Guys, are we sure the queen passed away and that she wasn't just splooting? Because if she was splooting, it's gonna be real awkward for that bloke, Prince Charles.
4: <laughs>
2: it's time to say <laughs>
1: good, good night.
4: Night.
0: <laughs> We're going to end every episode like that from now on. Oh, that's, that's
2: good. Great. I like, I like it. it. I like that. That's nice. Seriously, that would be an amazing joke by her on the whole world if she was just She's like, just just like, like, no, out. Sorry, like I got fluting. hot. <laughs>